0: Humanology podcast. Sarah. Hey. Hi. How are you doing? Sarah is uh, a teacher <laughs> or back. working in education. Back bitches. <laughs> I'm back pitches. Welcome back. Um, how how just, are you?
1: Just enjoying that sweet spot between uh, interacting with students and knowing for sure that I got sick. <laughs> let me tell you, I, I work at a college, so, I, I mean, at any level of schooling, I mean, like, parents, I'm sorry to tell you this, but, like, sh- this isn't going to happen, man. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Because, yeah. I mean, like, we all, like, no one really expects kindergartners or, like, third graders to be able to follow the protocols. But even adult students, they're not doing it. They're Another already group. not doing it. I can tell right. you they don't they're either walking around with their masks under their noses or they'll like pull them out and away from their mouths to talk Ugh. um or <laughs> this is my favorite or <laughs> they will hastily put pull them back up over their mouth and nose when they see an adult walking toward them mm-hmm. so this is not going to take long at all <laughs> i'm calling it now <laughs> september your kids are back at home. I'm sorry right. to tell you. Yeah, Go ahead and, and get your deposits back now because this is not going to happen.
0: Don was saying last night that he thought a lot of schools were going through with this so that they would get the full payments.
1: Of course. Do of course you, you think that that? Yes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And I don't know anyone um, other than my coworkers with right. college-age children and so mm-hmm. i i am dying to know what the fuck are you thinking what do you think is going to happen when you send your college-age children away during a pandemic what are mm. you thinking
0: yeah i i don't even know how te- i just don't even know how teachers are dealing with this i, I from, according to TikTok, not very well.
1: <laughs> yeah, not very well. I mean, I I, I worry more for the K-12 people mm-hmm. because I think that there's there's going to be a whole lot more pushback in terms of shutting down again.
0: Right, because so many of these people, they have to work. Right. And they can't work and have their kids at home. I, I, I think I told you a few weeks ago I did a, a catch-up with my sorority sisters on Zoom, and one yeah. of the sisters, and, and I have to say that it was uh, fine, it was nice, but all everybody talked about were their kids. Yes. Which was really disappointing because, it, again, I'm going to go back to Miranda and say, Jesus Christ, we're educated women and all we can do is sit around and talk about men. Yeah, And I felt that same way thinking, <laughs> do, do we do not have... have-
1: Sorry, do you do you remember um, that site? Some e cards. Remember sending e cards? Yes. And do you do you remember the one that said, "Your children sound really interesting to you"?
0: it <laughs> so stuck with me? It's very relevant right now. <laughs> so everything we had finally moved off the topic. Okay. And I was hoping for you know one of them said one one sister said so Kristen tell you know do I even want to know how has New York been during the pandemic and I said it's it's been gloomy that's that's the word I will remember from this is yeah. how gloomy and dark those first few months were literally the weather was just so the weather matched the mood of the city yes I felt And right as we were moving off the topic, a sister came in late and it was, I don't even know what I'm going to do with my kids. How am I going to do? What am I going to do? I have to work and my kids to stay home. And I thought, oh, okay, here we go. (laughs) And I think that that's a big concern. But I was also feeling like, hun, your kid is like a teenager, 14, 15. Your kid can't, you can't leave your kid. You can't, your kid isn't responsible enough to, to do his homework? Or to, to do well, this?
1: Probably not. But I think the, the piece that everyone is kind of overlooking is that we're all in the same boat here. Right. Everyone's kids are missing school. Mm-hmm. So you really needn't worry <laughs> about <laughs> your precious offspring falling behind because they're all behind.
0: Mm-hmm. What a mess. Yes. What a mess. But what... Uh, what really compounds this and makes it so maddening is you've had months to figure this out. Yes. And I think because we've just, we just don't know enough about this. We don't feel comfortable predicting anything, making plans. And I think that's part of the reason why nobody made a move.
1: Oh, I have a much darker take on it. Okay, I—I <laughs> I mean, I'm intrigued. From well, so from from the higher ed point of view, it's about money. Mm. So we're we're engaging in magical thinking, or at least we claim to be engaging mm-hmm. in magical thinking, right? Because we need money to survive, right? In order right. for the business to survive. On the mm-hmm. K twelve front, I think it's it's probably more political, and your mm-hmm. elected local officials just don't. You know, there's no way to please everyone, right? So right. if they can just avoid making a decision, <laughs> then they get to keep their jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, there is that there is that component of like, oh, this is evolving every day, but it it's never really evolving in a way that offers hope is it Uh, (laughs) it's always like oh now we know it can linger in the air for three days or uh, right like now we know uh it's in all the droplets not just the big droplets or you know all this new information about like how your mask really needs to be made of certain materials and it needs to be three ply you know so on and so forth so like uh the information that we have had has been plenty (laughs) informative to make a decision but it's just Mm -hmm. not the decision that anyone wants and Mm -hmm. no one will take the heat for it
0: Mm.
1: (laughs) That's my hot take on it
0: (laughs) Uh, that is a hot take it is a hot take and i'm you know cuomo announced this week that he felt jim's would be open by the end of the month. And I thought, Oh, that's right. I have a almost $250 gym membership that I'm going to have to cancel. Mm -hmm. At the very least, I'm going to have to freeze it because I can't afford that now. That's just, I have to pare everything down. And I was saying before we got on and I'll announce this now, I'm going to be taking the womenology pod website down and and everything is now going to be at datologycoach.com because honestly i just don't have the time to be updating multiple sites and i don't have the money to be maintaining three sites yeah so everything's going to go over to datologycoach.com i made the the change on the podcast page on datologycoach.com i'm going to forward womenologypod.com to datologycoach.com and everything's just going to stay the same. It's just going to be in one site. But I'm at Absolutely. this point now. Yeah. I had to, well, one thing that, you know, uh, Don helped me, I'm being very careful about, I don't want to mention him too. I don't want to sound like one of those, but I'm, I don't want to mention him too much. We were working on, or I was working on a budget and I'm was asking him for some feedback because he's an accountant. Okay. And, and, I had to go through. As an mm-hmm. only fan, right? What?
1: <laughs> You're not familiar with that TikTok theme?
0: Oh, that one. Yes, I'm an accountant. <laughs> I, what does it say? I, I make what an accountant makes. I do what an accountant yeah. does. It's a TikTok.
1: I have a full time job as an accountant. <laughs> yeah.
0: In any case, I've had to go through and knock out anything I don't need. Right really bare bones it for at least I would say the next three to four months, Mm -hmm. probably six. And my gym was one of them and I I just don't feel it's not even that I don't feel safe at the gym. I, I don't feel nervous about being out around people. It's that I don't see me using that gym enough. Because yeah. they're probably going to go down to half capacity, right. and being able to get in—I I, don't—I can't imagine that they could have classes in a small, tiny studio. That is something I probably wouldn't do. So yeah, I'm getting rid of that, and a few other things. Yeah. But Cuomo seems to—I feel as though we've—we've—we're coming out of this. I'm bracing myself for a second wave. In any case, it's been 10 minutes. We're kind of talking about this coronavirus thing and I don't want to, I'm sure people have just had enough. Um, well, I'm sure they have. We all have. I'm sure they have. We but all have. We're
1: not, we're not done with it. We're not
0: done yet. We're not, not done, done with yet. us. The pandemic isn't over just because you're over it, Sarah. Nope.
1: It's not. <laughs> That's
0: another TikTok.
1: TikTok wisdom.
0: TikTok <laughs> wisdom. I'm telling you, sign up for TikTok people. It's, so worth it.
1: Can we briefly talk about Claudia Conway's TikTok and how much oh, I she love bought it? the Plan B? I just, I just love her TikTok presence.
0: Yes, yes.
1: She went to Target and bought Plan B, which I love. Well, tell me. people
0: who she is.
1: Oh, Claudia Conway is um, Kellyanne Conway's daughter, <laughs> mm-hmm. and she hates Trump, <laughs> and she, she just. Kind of hates both her parents, from what I can tell. She's made all kinds of accusations about her parents gaslighting her. And Uh um, sorry, my cat is playing with a crinkly toy. I'm sorry. Um, In the back. Okay. (laughs) About her parents gaslighting her and claiming that she's mentally ill. She's really not. And um, just all all kinds of incendiary claims that I'm really here for it.
0: She's not here. She's not here for your shit. She's no. not going to take your shit. She's going to say whatever she wants to say. I, I think really it's like great. it. <laughs> I I feel hopeful, Sarah. About I do too. This the kids are all right. <laughs> the kids are all right, man. I, I feel hopeful. One thing I don't feel hopeful about, though, as I'm this is a very awkward transition, but but I'm going for it.
1: Okay.
0: I sent this to you the other day. Uh, a friend of mine on Facebook recently got married. Yes. And she's my age. And she changed her last name. Okay. And I thought, you know, um, it made me think of you. And I thought, wait a minute, is that Sarah's married last name? What's this? What's the story there?
1: Why did you think of me? Just because you didn't know the answer?
0: Because I didn't know the answer to no. that. Mm-hmm. But uh, also, too, because when it comes to talking about feminist issues, you're somebody. You're the one I talk to about them. Okay. Talk with. About the the most. Makes sense. We did
1: start a podcast.
0: We did. (laughs) I remember. (laughs) I remember that time. That time we started a podcast. And I thought, you're my age. You run a business. You've run this business under your previous name. Yes. And now you're changing it. Which, for me, I, I would never change my last name because I have created a brand under Kristen Maraccio, but also because I like my last name. My last name is sort of part of, not sort of, it's part of my identity and I am not taking anybody else's name. Right. I just don't want to do it. And I, and, she, and the the comment she used was, I'm embracing my fifties housewife transformation oh. or something. Exactly. And I thought, oh, oh. that's, okay. I don't know, man, that's a, uh, mm. That's not making it any more digestible, but <laughs> I, okay. yeah, I don't see. We're not supposed to say I disagree, but I disagree. You have a business. What are you doing? It changes your identity. It's you're you're Italian, and you're, you're your last name isn't Italian anymore. And what are you doing? But to her, you know, I'm not judging her personally. It's just this choice. I feel very conflicted about. You know what? I don't feel conflicted. I don't like it. <laughs>
1: I was kind of surprised to see how many of my friends took their husband's last names as mm-hmm. as we all married off. Mm-hmm. i was I was pretty surprised. Why do, you th- <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Why do you think that is? What do you think that's about? Is it just tradition, or is it uh, that they want to make it clear they got married?
1: Well, I, I mean, I, let me come at this from a different angle. <laughs> but I think it will answer the question anyway. I'll tell you why I didn't change my last name. Mm-hmm. I might, because I don't love my last name. I think it um, it's a one-syllable last name. I would prefer mm-hmm. more syllables. Mm-hmm. It doesn't roll off the tongue, and nobody can pronounce it. Even though it's, like, pretty common. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: In terms of last names, you've definitely seen it before. Mm -hmm. Um, but every time I have a reservation at a restaurant, it gets butchered. So anyway, I, I would have changed my last name if a few other circumstances had aligned. So if the last name had been objectively better, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I would have taken it if it was a better last name and, um, I wouldn't have been disrupted professionally by doing so.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So right now I have publications under my maiden name, mm-hmm. and and thus I kept my maiden name because right. I want it to be clear that I am the same person. Right. Uh, if that were not the case, I would, probably would have changed my last name if it was a mm-hmm. better last name. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't have been about like, any, any 1950s housewife ideology, it would have just been like, oh, Montgomery is a cool name or, you know, or whatever. So mm-hmm.
0: it's it also might it might be a someone doesn't want to rock the boat. Maybe it would upset their family or their partner's family. I, I don't know.
1: People do seem to have strong feelings about it. And I don't really understand because neither my husband nor I have strong feelings about it at uh-huh. all. Uh-huh. Um, but definitely when we have traveled together, customs agents have some things to say.
0: And they're mad, right? right? Of course, of course, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, you know, in- insurance agents have some things to say.
0: <laughs> so it's just you? Trust me. <laughs> six <laughs> in the um, city callback, <laughs>
1: and it's never. Um, it's always like, well, why didn't you? It's never like, why did you keep? It's always why did you reject? And it's it's. Interesting. I hate coming at the question from that from that framing because it places mm-hmm. my husband at the center. Right. I made a decision <laughs> right. about me. Right. It wasn't rejecting him. Right. In fact,
0: dare I say, it wasn't about him at all. I didn't think it was. He -hmm. didn't think it was. Right. (laughs)
1: Nobody was upset about this in my family. I I mean, I guess I can understand, theoretically, the pressure Mm -hmm. to change your last name. Um, I got to tell you, though, if I were engaged to a guy who felt strongly that I should change my last name, I would reconsider that engagement.
0: Absolutely. No question. Because why? (laughs) Why does that matter to you? Right, exactly. Why? How does that affect your life? And what makes you think and you know what, this makes me feel like we should transition transition into uh, one story that we were going to do later that I think we should do now or do after this because it makes sense. What makes you think you have any say in this? Sure. That's, that's what would bother me? I come from a family of all girls. My father came from, he had two brothers and that was it. And his brother died and his brother had three sons and one of his sons died. One older son never got married or had kids. Hmm. <laughs> the other son got married and had kids and named his, named his daughter, uh, Kristen or Christina, or I think Kristen. I'm like, really? You did that? Really? Uh, in any case, there isn't a lot of people carrying on our name yeah and so even though i'm never going to have kids i still want to carry on my father's name because it's not just his name it's my name it's part of who i am i've Mm -hmm. built a brand and a reputation and a business around it and i'm not going to just get rid of it to appease i mean it's
1: the same yeah same same reasoning then basically right right
0: so I was just surprised and I was tempted to <laughs> jump into the comments as I am known to do, but I did not. What comments
1: were there on this it was, post?
0: It was on Facebook and it was just, a you know, 60, 70 comments saying congratulations because she finally got 70 it. 70
1: comments? Yeah,
0: I don't get it, dude. It's like, how many posts are you going to write about this to where people have to go, congratulations, how many times do you need us to say it? In any case, I was going to say do you think maybe you should rethink that what about Mm. your business though what about you know that 15 years that you've poured into this brand that you've built from the bottom up yeah because your name is no longer going to be attached to it it's not as simple as i'm just changing my last name there's more to it and and 25 years ago It was a little different because what were we real? We weren't. Our names weren't attached to papers. Our names weren't attached to to brands or businesses. We had no real. We weren't encouraged to maintain or develop our own identity outside of a relationship. That is true. And now we are. So, that's how I feel about that. And with that in mind, let's move on to the the slate question. Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> okay. This was a good one. Um, I'm gonna read it. Okay. So this is for Dear Prudence's column, and the mm-hmm. title is "Help." Is there a non-sexist way to tell my girlfriend she should wear more makeup? Um, no. And yeah. seen that—that would be my answer. No. Next question.
1: <laughs> well, that is the answer.
0: That is it, though. So she says. So here's the letter. I have a great relationship with my girlfriend, whom I've been dating for more than a year. Our communication is open and clear about most topics, except this one small thing. Sometimes I wish she would wear m- makeup on the special nights we go out, or even once in a while for the fun of it, for the fun of it. Have you ever put on makeup, hun? Sometimes it's not fun. Sometimes it's a pain in the ass. If you
1: ever tried to contour, that shit is right. impossible.
0: possible. Exactly. Try, try doing your eyebrows, sweetheart. <laughs> At the same time, I'm extremely reluct- reluctant to voice this desire. I know that women are expected to spend way more time and money on their appearance than men, and I don't want to hurt her feelings or suggest that I don't like her the way she is. Let me you know, stop you in, right there. In, in, exactly. <laughs> go on. Hold on. Let me, let me stop you. Go right ahead.
1: But you don't. Exactly. <laughs> you do not. You in do fact, not love her the way she is. Mm hmm. <laughs> okay. Go on.
0: Go on. I do. And at the same time, no, you don't. I do. And at the same time, I really liked when in previous relationships, my partner would put on some makeup now and then. It was just a fun change of pace. And it generally looks beautiful. I'd like my partner to try out some makeup. I know she has done it in the past, but it's very rare. How do I tactfully suggest she wear some mascara for our next date without sounding rude, sexist, or thoughtless? Is that even possible or should I just let this go and not say anything? <sighs> <laughs> Here's what I don't understand, because what this really sounds to me, what it sounds like to me is I want to trot my girlfriend around and I want her to look super pretty. Yes. And why won't she do this one thing for me? Because I want to show her off. She yes. doesn't look pretty enough.
1: Mm. it's weird to me that this is this is current this is from august 17th 2020
0: what'd you think it was from 2008
1: well where are they going
0: right where are you they going ball what are you going to makeup will
1: be huh yeah
0: like what are you going the oscars where, right. what are you talking well, about where are you going <laughs> in a pandemic <laughs>
1: um i am not wearing a lot of makeup these days mm-hmm. <laughs> because i'm not going anywhere
0: I do think that our more relaxed attitude towards dyeing our hair and doing our eyebrows and all that, I do think that that's unnerving to men because what it is saying is we don't care. We don't care.
1: Mostly we were doing those things for other women.
0: Right. (laughs) Right. But now that other women are doing it.
1: Right. Because men don't really notice what clothes we're wearing. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't really care for (laughs) the comparison to past girlfriends. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also, I have a follow-up question, which is, are you sure you're having special nights out? (laughs) Because if your girlfriend is interpreting these scenarios differently, maybe you need to step it up right if you want her to dress up maybe you need to go somewhere better
0: right if you want her
1: where first first of all where are you going and stay home but pandemic aside uh you're not on the same page in terms of dress code so one of you is misreading this situation probably right like either you're wanting her to put on makeup to go uh i don't know to Louie.
0: where, to where Sweet are are going, Green. <laughs> right? You go to, like we, yeah, and she's have, like,
1: "Why would I put on makeup to go to Sweet Green? It's just a takeout salad place, right?" Right. Or you are taking her to nice places, and she's like, eh,
0: yeah, "You know, I don't, I don't really feel like it." And you know what? That's it's okay mine. too,
1: <laughs> which is fine.
0: That's okay yeah. too. Yeah. So this, to me, sounds like he. Is very bothered. He takes putting on makeup as why isn't she trying to impress me?
1: Yeah. Well, I also feel like there's an implicit misunderstanding of women here. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Shocking.
1: Uh, <laughs> because I think if you if you talk to most women, I think a, like a, probably the majority of them would say that they would prefer to invest in their skin and like skincare and maintenance mm-hmm. rather than makeup. Mm-hmm. So maybe your girlfriend's philosophy is more toward like natural but anti aging skincare regime versus covering up with makeup. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's just yes. like different approaches.
0: Yes. It, this just doesn't feel this doesn't feel very sincere or this doesn't feel as innocent as he's trying to present it
1: no i think he is not that into her i think he misses his ex-girlfriends i think um or maybe not misses his ex-girlfriends but he's definitely making comparisons
0: he wants her to be like somebody else yeah yeah i see that i see that the answer that prudence gave There's a real difference between I want you to spend a ton of extra time and money on your appearance, regardless of your own feelings on the subject, lest you displease me, and if you ever want to pick a night where we get really dressed up, I'd love it. I think makeup on a special occasion or no special occasion every once in a while looks beautiful, especially when you're prepared to take no for an answer. You can go a little overboard in planning your own outfit and hairstyle on the same night. You know what? Uh, Let me stop me right there. Um, What exactly, how is this, you know what? We're We're talking about
1: trying to trick her into (laughs) putting on makeup. We're
0: assuming, hold on. We're assuming that the person who wrote the letter is a man.
1: Well, I am because the question asks, is there a way to ask for this without being sexist?
0: Well, don't you think... A woman would be aware of that as well?
1: Um, I just don't think a woman would
0: ask. <laughs> I don't I think a woman would be would say, I, I know what a nuisance this is, I don't care. Yes. And it does right. sound like more so I wanted to make it clear we don't really know. And so we are sort of we we are assuming. But the answer, be straightforward about the fact that this is something superfluous, extravagant, and non essential that you want that she can either decline or accept, not something she should probably be doing already. There's nothing wrong with saying I like my beautiful girlfriend and I like the occasional bold lip. No. See, here's the thing. If a man ever said to me, I love a bold lip on you. I'd say, huh? Really? Why? How do you even know that phrase?
1: That would be my first question. Right? Yeah.
0: What? (laughs) Bold lip. Right. Suck my dick. (laughs) Bold lip. (laughs) (laughs) I don't ever want to be with a man who thinks that a woman should wear makeup.
1: I think there's a really easy way to shut down this whole conversation, which is just to share with your partner what, what this kind of maintenance actually entails. (laughs) Like if you, if the woman on the other side of this question Put on a full face of makeup every time they went out. I guarantee this letter writer would be like,
0: "Why is my girlfriend taking so, so long, long to get ready?" Right, <laughs> right. This is not something we do. It's you guys. It's five minutes. Shower, run some gel through your hair. If that, we're lucky if you do that. And uh, what else? I brush your teeth. Maybe we're lucky if you do that mm-hmm. too. For okay. us, it's it's a production there's a lot to do. Yeah, there's a yeah. there's an assembly line of products in front of us when we do this. <laughs> right? It's not simple. It's the power procedures. And what brushing well my knife the eyelash curler I and I have to do but it's a nuisance. And we do it not for ourselves. Although I don't know if if we don't maybe we do I think we do it a little bit for ourselves. Yeah, sometimes sometimes but in any case, suck it up. She, Your girlfriend is just someone who doesn't wear a lot of makeup. And I'm assuming she's always been like this. And maybe don't take this decision of hers not to slather on makeup. Uh, maybe don't make it about yourself because it's not about you. And the world doesn't revolve around you.
1: Yeah. The other, the other piece here is that... Men have basically two modes of dressing; <laughs> it's like tuxedo or cargo shorts. Yeah, <laughs> there is like very little in between, right? And so, the expectation that the girlfriend would put on makeup to go out to get a takeout salad or whatever mm-hmm. um, is much more loaded because why should she go through the effort of putting on makeup when you just have to wear your normal clothes, right? You should you should be matching her effort if you want her to put in more effort exactly i think so like either you should be dressing nicer you should be going to nicer places set set some cues because otherwise you're just saying like well wish you had makeup on
0: how do they even know the difference well he likes
1: a bold lip of course he does
0: (laughs) bless him bless his heart
1: <laughs> oh no, he doesn't. Sorry, that was in the that was in the response. Yeah, uh,
0: it's <sighs> this is this is well. See
1: that so that's a good point too. They would only know the difference, I think, if it was like a very pronounced difference, mm-hmm. which to me implies that like you're you're definitely looking for a more porny aesthetic. Like, if you want makeup to be obvious. That's a, that's a certain kind of makeup. Right. And that's That's Instagram
0: makeup. That's Instagram makeup. uh, There's a woman that I, I wouldn't say I follow. I check in on on every now and then she used to be on, she was on big brother and then she, and the guy she met on big brother went on to the amazing race. Her name is Jessica Nixon. Mm -hmm. And her husband's one of those COVID is a hoax people. He, yeah, he's just, he's just the most ridiculous. He's just ridiculous. And she does her makeup routine. And when I see that she has just it's layers of foundation yeah. and the lipstick and, oh, and then I put the highlighter and I do this. And you know what? That's great. But this guy that she's married to puts such a focus on her looks. Oh, my wife is so beautiful. And I stay in shape. He now is big into fitness and he's constantly giving 17 year olds advice on Instagram about losing weight and he's obsessed with obesity. Yeah. He's a treat. Great. And the other day she, she said in her story, I went on a, I went on a run with, uh, with Cody. Mind you, she's seven months pregnant. They live in Dallas and it's August. Uh
1: huh. You
0: know, so it's very clear where he said, you know, I, I, want to stay attractive. I have an obligation to stay attractive to my wife, which means he expects the same of her.
1: Okay. Right. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with feeling like you want to be attractive for each
0: other. There's nothing wrong with that, but you need to understand that life happens. Not everyone's going to stay in the exact same shape. And it's one thing. It's one thing. If it's a, a significant weight gain that could be indicative of deeper issues. Maybe it's medical, maybe it's uh, emotional, but this guy seems hyper focused, hypersensitive on the slightest weight gain. The idea that he'd have his pregnant wife running with him, that something about that And she's never mentioned running before.
1: I mean, I would, I would not, do this no, I would not do for that for him,
0: and not because I would be afraid <laughs> of the health for my baby, but because it's August in July in in Dallas. Yeah. So, in any case, yeah, I, I just I would never want to be with a man who puts that much focus on my looks that he expects me to always stay looking a certain way throughout our relationship. I'm going to yeah. change I'm gonna gain weight my boobs are gonna sag this is just life guess what like your balls are gonna drop more <laughs> things are going to happen to <laughs> our bodies that it's they just do and we need to kind of embrace that and understand it uh, I
1: feel like if you are going to make a request for your partner to alter their physical appearance you're gonna be willing to do the you same. you need to be willing to do that same thing yourself. absolutely 100% i mean if you you know jared leto can rock eyeliner so if you if you want your girlfriend to put on makeup are you willing right. to sit down and are you only wearing wear right?
0: how important is this to you? right sit down do a face of makeup and, and see how that goes for you seriously mm-hmm. sit down have a guy i want to see a guy shape his eyebrows i want to see a guy do that and not one of these well, youtube it probably happens they they probably haven't is that what you said it probably happens, yeah, some guys do. I'm talking about the average guy, sure. So I probably wouldn't want to be with a guy who did that stuff because it probably it would mean he expects me to do that.
1: I, yeah, probably. So. But at least then it's equal, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> at least one person's not making a demand right. of their partner uh, to alter their physical appearance and expecting that they will just remain unfettered. Right.
0: So my dude, deal with it. If you want her to, or get ready to put on some right, makeup. Right, buy her some makeup. Great. See how that goes. Go to uh, better find your shade. Okay, exactly. Go to Bergdorf's. <laughs> find your find your season. <laughs> <laughs> and buy just buy it. See how that see how that goes for you. If what an asshole. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of assholes. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's been two weeks since we've recorded, and in that time. Cardi B and Megan The Stallion have come out with WAP. They have. They indeed. have indeed. And the outcry. What a summer! What'd you say? What a, what summer. a summer of WAP. Song that it's it's a bop, as the kids say. It's it is. a bop. And uh, men have thoughts, Sarah. <laughs> do <they? laughs> what do they think? Men have thoughts about this. Uh, your favorite Oompa Loompa and mine, Ben Shapiro. He equates – now, WAP means wet-ass pussy. And he equates a very lubricated vagina with disease because, of course, he does. Because I think he just equates vagina with ew and disease. Sure. And CeeLo Green, who I'm fairly sure – Uh, He also believes that women can be drugged and that it's, and you can have sex with them and it's not rape. So I think it's very fascinating that he feels he has, he's earned the right to an opinion on this subject.
1: He sounds like he's he's, got a lot of opinions. CeeLo Green has
0: a, has a handful a a ton of opinions and he's another one who, who feels that it is that the, the lyrics are sort of disgraceful and, feel as though it's they're too much. And, you know, yeah. he just doesn't like them.
1: Well, how, I mean, who wants women to enjoy sex? Right,
0: right. Because our vaginas are not. <laughs>
1: Who's right, that? we're not
0: supposed to have any pleasure. Here it is. Wait a minute. It's not just a Pero either. Rapper and singer CeeLo Green echoed these tropes when he criticized the WAP video for being disappointing on a personal and moral level. He went on, There was once a time when we were savvy enough to code certain things, but now music is shameless. It is sheer savagery. Really? Tell me about, explain to me what code is being used when rappers talking about women sucking their dicks and saying, suck this dick. What is there code? Do I need a ring to decipher that? Because it sounds pretty to the point to me. It does. You know, there was never code. And I
1: mean, unless he's talking about like the late 80s, <laughs> 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 are we talking about Biz Parkie? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's pretty wholesome. I'm
0: trying to think. Um, what was the song? I think it was The Wu Tang Client. I, I i can't remember. Uh, Me So Horny. That one. Oh, that's too, too live. Thank you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was reading an article, believe it, it's a good article from the publication Level on Medium by Demetria Lucas. And we'll put a, we'll post a link to this in the notes. I'm so confused by so many things about this outrage, but let me start here. Where's all this ire when male entertainers rap about sex? I mean, when the yin yang twins were whispering, wait till you see my dick, as if no one had ever seen a oh, penis. Yeah. <laughs> and it was really something special to behold. Yeah. No one called them hoes. <laughs> Akinyele <laughs> instructing women to put it in your mouth. Biggie, bragging about tongue delivering and women shivering. Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. in quotations, of all people, crowing, I know you want this dick. None of it raised eyebrows. Men boasting about their sexual prowess is so common, it's cliche.
1: Yeah.
0: So, yet yeah, when women declare they too like and want sex, on God, we're all doomed, B.
1: i love Mm -hmm, this i do too (laughs) and i am so mad about the age that i am because i just i couldn't have known in my early 20s that that slut shaming would end within my lifetime Mm -hmm. you know and i just the song just brings to the surface all of the regret that I feel about not having more sex.
0: What this reminds me of, what this outrage reminds me of, now I'm older than you and especially this time of year because this is when the video came out, 91 Justify My Love by Madonna. And they wouldn't play the video until after midnight and there was really, it was fairly, I mean, by today's standards, it was fairly tame, but it was it involved two women kissing and women dressed as men. And it was, oh, so provocative. Yeah. And this is again, why I, I, I get very upset when I hear the youngins bad mouth Madonna, <laughs> because she opened so many doors and, and took so many hits for us. And I remember how her, her career she was did. almost ended because of the sex book. Where she had the audacity to publish photos of her sexual fantasies, and just the idea of women being in your face about their sexuality and their love of sex—there's something about that that really—and I think this makes me sound maybe a little hypocritical because we were talking recently about writing writing about sex, where I and I feel like this is. I just don't care. I don't like this. What is like the erotica? I don't, erotica, it's fake. It's just, there's just something about erotica. It depends on who's writing it. Of course, if it's a man posing as a woman, I have a problem with it. If it is indulging or enabling non-consensual sex, I have a big problem with it, obviously. But there's something about a woman being unapologetically sexual that ju- just the, the the world just spins off its axis. <laughs> yep. It people are ju- and I feel like aren't we past this? I thought we were past this, but there's another level to this, right? There's another another level that we as white women don't have an experience and it's that hypersexualization of black women. And True. Uh, so there's there's a lot of there's a lot to this that we don't really, you know, that that's, it, it goes deeper for black women and black women who are expressing their sexuality. I.
1: Well, that's what makes the song exactly. so great. Right. Is that it, it takes all of the old tropes and. Turns right. them On their head.
0: Right. And it sort of turns it back into the faces of the people who uphold those tropes in the first place.
1: Right. And we're, we're reclaiming the words slut and hoe. Those are ours now. They belong to women.
0: I thought that I thought that that's how it's always been. Well, not always been, but, you know, a meaning I thought we had in the last few years decided that.
1: Well, that's what I mean I, about, like, you know, had I known that slut-shaming wasn't going to be a thing, I would have I lived a different <laughs> life.
0: Cardi and Megan play with that trope about savagery. This is from an article from The Observer uh, that I will also post in the notes. Cardi and Megan play with that trope about savagery. The WAP video is filled with tigers and other wild cats, as well as with lots of phallic writhing snakes. In fact, CeeLo and Shapiro's criticisms were so predictable that the song reads as a playfully contemptuous, prescient dismissal of both of them.
1: Yeah, it's like they knew.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) they never underestimate. And see, these women are underestimated because Cardi B was a stripper. And Megan Thee Stallion was yes. she in porn? Uh, I'm not I sure. believe they both have history. They both have uh, previous experience with sex work, and that's I, that's why I love this even more <laughs> because yeah, it's they are taking so many stereotypes and so many tropes, and and instead of hiding, they're putting it all out there. Love I love journey that journey for, for them. I love that journey for us. I love WAP. Go re- go watch the video. I don't like the whole Kylie Jenner thing, but that's that, that was, was weird. weird. But-
1: <laughs> that's actually how this um, first crossed my radar <laughs> is that Black Twitter was deeply confused <laughs> by the presence of Kylie Jenner walking down the hallway. It looked like she was going to participate <laughs> right. in the song, but right. alas. She did not contribute a verse. She just walked down the hallway.
0: Perhaps the best part of the video is towards the end when Cardi and Megan consciously role-play as Shapiro, CeeLo-style cramped moralists looking into doorways with mimed horror and disgust as varied guests, gyrate and thrust. Mm -hmm. The moralizing gaze is part of the sexual game. It's fun to be shocking and to be shocked, and Cardi and Megan are fluid enough... Not to miss out on any role. Tie me up like I'm surprised. Let's role play. I'll wear a disguise. Yeah, it it really is. There's so much to this. If you understand the backstory and you understand what women, and specifically black women, have endured regarding expressing their sexuality. So, song Song of the summer. The bop of the summer, kids. I love it.
1: I accidentally sent it to one of the deans.
0: Nice. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Well done.
1: (laughs) But she wasn't mad. (laughs) Oopsie.
0: Okay. Uh, Now, another awkward transition. Here we go. Let's talk about uh, other misogynistic men, Sarah, before we go. Quickie, quickie. You've turned me on to TikTok, which I now, I could spend hours on there now. Easily. Yes, and I stumbled across a find on TikTok, and his name <laughs> is Russell Hartley, and he is a pickup artist type, is without he- the feather boa and eyeliner and the funky hats that Mystery used to wear back in two thousand and eight or whatever for VH ones, whatever that show was. <laughs> so he's a confi- what a time to be alive! What a time! What a time! That was I think that was around the same time that Rock of Love that was great that That's shit. right, yeah, <sighs> yeah. women's just ripping at each other's hair all fighting for Brett Michaels and mm-hmm. in any case so this russell hartley guy he's a confidence coach he's a dating coach and uh, mm-hmm. I, i'm just going to i'm going to give people a little bit a little tastes so hang, hold on to your butts what it's
2: like dating a girl who's bi, part The relationship's basically the same as dating a girl who's not by. It's almost identical. Except, later down the road, you guys can start more openly talking about, oh, like, she's hot, and when she says it, she's not, like, angry at you for noticing, she's, like, says it back to you and means it. And when that started happening, now it's like, okay, Where can I take this? (laughs) It turns out I could take it really, really far, because I certainly did. Because we'd go out to like bars and clubs in Hollywood, and she'd start to get a little tipsy, and then she'd be looking at other girls like, what's up, girl? And I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, if I could rub my hands together right now, menacingly, I would. (laughs) So I would just start encouraging this behavior, and then next thing you know, girls are getting in the Uber to come home with us. Straight girls who had never been with girls before would come back home with us to hang out. So I'm like, I got a golden goose here, fellas.
0: So let's be clear about something. Uh, those women coming back home weren't coming back home to have sex with you, you toad. They were coming back home to have sex with your hot girlfriend, first of all. Uh, oh, I don't know no. about that. Uh, Who knows? I, okay, <laughs> that's just how I feel about that one. Uh, I'm <laughs> not really crazy about how he doesn't seem to understand what bisexuality is and that well, you know okay. oh well if she looks at a woman you know it's perfectly okay if she sees me doing it because she's bi no that's not how it works bisexual women don't like to be disrespected any more than a straight woman does <laughs> so it doesn't mean that she's not going to get offended if you start ogling another woman because it's disrespectful yeah. you toad yeah does not understand let's let's uh, let's try another one dating on.
2: girls who like to be dominated in the bedroom part 1 So let's rewind the clock a couple years. So at the time, I was working in national defense, and I was often at the Department of Defense in downtown LA. And I definitely wouldn't say the DOD was like a place to meet beautiful women. But today, I just got lucky, I guess. So I'm walking along the campus, and a few yards ahead of me, I see this girl walking in a skirt that just made me weak in the knees. And she's headed towards the same building that I'm going to, so I double-time it to catch up with her, and I grab the door and hold it open for her, you know. And as she's walking by, I said, I didn't know the DOD still hired distracting secretaries.
0: Let me, let me stop there. <laughs> He's so proud of himself for that line, right? Oh. <laughs> and, of course, he was the DOD, I mean, you don't really see hot women at the DOD because, I mean, hot and smart, just that does not compute.
1: <laughs> no. I, I, it's, it's hard to imagine an individual with less charm.
0: He's just so gross. And the what? And this is another reason why I have hope for the future. I've seen so many men make duets with his videos, you know, before he turned it off and wouldn't allow anybody to duet his, because he's mm. a pussy. Oh. <laughs> and so yeah. many men coming out and saying, you're a misogynist, you're a creep, you're a sex pest, you're a loser. You know, yeah. he has the...
1: I also think he's
0: probably a liar. Like I, I
1: just don't really believe any of these stories that he has to tell.
0: No, of course not. He records these. I mean,
1: he's he's taken a lot of tropes and trying to weave them into full stories. But it's I don't it's like he's writing a sitcom right. or something like he's taking the most generic view of men and women.
0: Well, he, it's funny you say sitcom because when he records these videos, he does those takes for the camera that uh-huh. you used to see yes. like Bob Saget and John Stamos do in Full House.
1: Yeah, he's such he a he is throwback. a throwback. <laughs> I don't understand. Well, and that's why I I don't mm-hmm. believe him, right? Because I like, I don't believe he's making money off of any of his wisdom, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't believe that he's having threesomes in L.A. I think he's he's trying to project an image uh, that he's doing these things, but like he's such a throwback that none of this advice is going to work.
0: Well, hmm. L- let's let's set the scene first. He does these recordings in what appears to be, to me, an empty home, an empty apartment. Yes. Because you hear the echo. It certainly. That echo, yes. you, it sounds like there's no furniture wherever he is. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing a suit... And he'll show you the inside of the jacket. It's a Prada suit. He probably has three suits. Uh, You know, good for you, dude. And he talks about you know great Tinder pickups and what his what his I don't know if they're clients or submissions or whatever. What they say to these women. And here's what I and I truly believe he's he's fabricating and, and manufacturing these Tinder messages as well. Yes, no question.
1: They don't ring true to me. None
0: of them do because all <laughs> these women fall for all the lines. They don't get really offended even though there's no way a woman yeah. wouldn't be offended by some strange dude on Tinder calling her sweetie.
1: Yeah, I saw one about like, I can make sure you don't get your period Right, for I saw months.
0: that one too. There's no way a woman wouldn't unmatch <laughs> or just re- block for being a sex pest. No. no. So Russell Hartley, fuck that guy. We haven't done a fuck that guy. In a very long time. So It's true. It was time. It was time. We Russell found Hart- one. Yep. Russell Hartley. <laughs> so here's the deal. You still follow us on Womenology Pod on Instagram and Twitter. I'm going to keep those up. But I have incorporated datology into the Womenology Pod Instagram page. Please follow us. Follow me at the Kristen M T H E C H R I S T A N M on Instagram and go over to datologycoach.com for future posts and to submit your letters and to find out, to to subscribe to the RSS feed for the show. Sarah, any any closing thoughts?
1: Keep your kids home.
0: Keep your kids home. Wear a bold lip.
1: (laughs) Under your mask.
0: (laughs) Under your (laughs) mask.
1: (laughs) That's the other thing about that letter.
0: Masks. Who's putting must, on makeup and putting a mask on top? It must have come in months ago, I'm guessing. I that or it's so. just fabricated. Mm. Which happens. Okay, people. Thanks for joining. Goodbye. Bye.